Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. The tides are turning when it comes to the investigation into the President of the United States of America. We now have multiple whistleblowers who are coming forward, and one of those whistleblowers has come forward to talk about the corruption that took place under the directive of Merrick Garland to protect Joe Biden. One of those whistleblowers that has come forward is now set down for an interview. CBS News. CBS News actually spent two minutes and 55 seconds of their broadcast airing the IRS whistleblower and what he had to say about the corruption at the Department of Justice and not being able to do their job when they were investigating Joe Biden and Hunter Biden with the tax crimes that Hunter Biden had committed. In fact, every time they got close to doing something, they were shut down. Take a listen to this again. This is not on Fox News. This is on mainstream media. These are the liberals who are actually being forced to do their job and report on this story and this IRS whistleblower at CBS News. Exclusive with the first television interview with IRS whistleblower Gary Shapley since he spoke with lawmakers last month. A lead investigator in the Hunter Biden case tells CBS's Jim Axelrod that he felt the president's son received preferential treatment and in a stunning claim says that he was blocked from pursuing leads that could have led to the president himself. If this was any other person, they likely would have already served their sentence. Gary Shapley was a lead IRS supervisory agent in Operation Sportsman, the investigation into Hunter Biden. Shapley said he uncovered conduct that warranted more serious charges. There were personal expenses that were taken as business expenses. Prostitutes, sex club memberships, hotel rooms for purported drug dealers. How much did Hunter Biden owe in taxes? So from 2014 to 2019, it was $2.2 million. The back taxes were paid off. And last week, the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware, David Weiss, reached an agreement with Hunter Biden. The president's son would admit to a firearm charge and plead guilty for his failure to pay taxes. If a judge signs off, the deal means no jail time. 
Testimony we have just released details a lack of U.S. attorney independence. And Shapley told lawmakers that U.S. attorney Weiss was blocked from bringing stronger charges. But U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland said last week that Weiss was not. I'm saying he was given complete authority to make all decisions on his own. I documented exactly what happened, and it doesn't seem to match what the attorney general or the U.S. attorney are saying today. Shapley provided lawmakers this contemporaneous email he wrote after an October meeting last year. Shapley says Weiss told him the opposite, that Weiss is not the deciding person on whether charges are filed. It was just shocking to me. Shapley, who is still working for the IRS, told us that even before President Biden took office, he was directed to avoid leads involving Hunter's father. There were certain investigative steps that we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. And you wanted to take them? We needed to take them. And you weren't allowed to take them? That's correct. It is important to point out that at that point in Chapa's investigation, Donald Trump was still president and his attorney general, William Barr, had rules in place that may have limited what Shapley could pursue. The U.S. attorney's office in Delaware had no comment. As for Hunter Biden, his attorneys did not respond to us. But he said before in a statement that he is taking responsibility for mistakes he made during a period of turmoil in his life. All right. So to be clear here. They go back at the end. They're like, well, he was a drug addict. They want to remind you that Hunter Biden was a drug addict. None of that has anything to do with what these men were not allowed to do. They were not allowed to do it. Every time they were starting to look at some of the real issues and the real problems that would have connected Hunter Biden to his father. And to the WhatsApp message that we now know is authentic, right? No one has said that this, at, that this WhatsApp text is, uh, is not authentic. And I want to read it to you again. Five times. Five different times. That Hunter Biden decided to invoke his father's name to get the $5.2 million that were wired within a week of this text message being sent. He sent this to the Chinese Communist Party officials saying, quote, and this is after Joe Biden had left the White House. I am sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me, invoking his father's name again, and every person he knows, invoking his father's name again, and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction, I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father, invoking his father's name again. So you got three at the end and two at the beginning. At the beginning, you said, I'm sitting here with my father, right? Invoking his dad, and we, again, invoking his father. Five times in one text message, he's letting you know, I'm sitting here with my father. I am sitting here with the people that you need to know what's going on here. CBS News had a headline up that said this, quote, was Hunter Biden shielded from harsher crimes, question mark, in this CBS News exclusive 
There were certain, quote, investigative steps we weren't allowed to take that could have led us to President Biden. We needed to take them. In other words, it's not about President Biden, this this IRS whistleblower saying. What he's saying to CBS News is simply this. We weren't allowed to do our job. Right? We weren't allowed to do our job. He also said, and I'll go back to this, we had unbelievable contemporaneous documentation contradicting Merrick Garland. It is important to point out that at that point in Chapa's investigation, Donald Trump was still president and his attorney general, William Barr, had rules in place that may have limited what Shapley could pursue. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware had no comment. As for Hunter Biden, his attorneys did not respond to us, but he said before in a statement that he is taking responsibility for mistakes he made during a period of turmoil. That's how the media is trying to wrap up the story, right? We'll tell you what really happened here, but we'll also say to you at the very same time that, well, maybe there was rules in place. There's no indication, by the way, those rules would be in place when Donald Trump was president. And much of this investigation was after Donald Trump had left office. You also have a second IRS whistleblower who has come forward, who is different than the first that you just heard from. And that second IRS agent also had a lot to say coming forward, corroborating this brave whistleblower who you just heard from, Gary Shapley. I want you to take a listen to what this second IRS whistleblower has said, corroborating the story of the very brave man, Gary Shapley, who is now going to be attacked by every Democrat in America. Well, breaking another whistleblower is sounding the alarm in the Hunter Biden tax probe, claiming U.S. Attorney David Weiss was not making decisions and was not really in charge. That validates what we have already heard from Gary Shapley, the whistleblower who has gone public. David Spunt is live at the Justice Department with the latest. David, what do we know about this second whistleblower? Trace, not much. We just know his name is Mr. X. Of course, it's not his real name, but he wants to be anonymous. He told congressional staff last month he became emotional after seeing the way that this probe was handled from the beginning. Mr. X worked under the more publicized whistleblower Gary Shapley. and a letter released last week, Mr. X says it was clear to him that Trump appointed U.S. Attorney David Weiss was not running the probe. Quote, he had to follow the normal process. He had to go to Washington, D.C., the U.S. Attorney's Office, them saying no. So he really wasn't in charge. He had to follow the process, end quote. But just three weeks ago, Trace Weiss wrote and signed a letter addressed to House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan. We obtained a copy. It reads in part, I want to make clear that as the Attorney General has stated, I have been granted ultimate authority over this matter, including responsibility for deciding where, when, and whether to file charges. Now, given the discrepancy between what Weiss allegedly said Said in the meeting and what he wrote in the letter House Republicans want to hear from him and others in his office under oath. We want to talk to David Weiss, the U.S. attorney. We want to get the answers. And the way you do that is to talk to these attorneys who handled this case. Attorney General Merrick Garland has denied blocking Weiss from investigating. The story continues on Capitol Hill and in the courts. Trace. Back to you as the news warrants, David. Uh, You hear the second whistleblower here, and what we know, he wants to go by the name X, is he made it very clear that when they were trying to just investigate these crimes, that's what they do. They investigate crimes. 
when they were wanting to investigate the crimes, anytime they got to something that the Democrats didn't want them to get to, they said, no, nah, we're going to shut that down. No, nope, we're going to make you look the other direction. No, you're not going to have the authority or power to do that. David Weiss, by the way, and the Merrick Garland straight up lied to the American people. He also lied, I would argue, under oath because he said that they absolutely had the ability, the autonomy to do what they needed to do, referring to David Weiss and his team. That's just not true. You look at this supervisory agent, and I'm going to I'm going to read for you this statement, okay? I have a copy of the whistleblower disclosure pursuant to 26 USC. Gary Shapley hereby provides the following statement. I made the statement to supplement the testimony I previously provided to both the majority and minority staff of the United States Committee on Ways and Means on Friday, May the 26th, 2023. In the beginning, in January 2020, I was assigned to work on Hunter Biden's investigation. As a supervisory special agent for IRS criminal investigation. It's a criminal investigation. They know it's a criminal investigation. The U.S. Department of Treasury, where he worked, he said in that role, I supervise line agents in carrying out the investigation of Hunter Biden. As that investigation related to potential criminal violations, the United States Code typically investigated by IRS-CI. Criminal investigations is what CI stands for, just so you know. Three, he says, I continued in that role until I was removed from the investigation by the U.S. Department of Justice in May of 2023. So just a few months ago, after providing protected disclosures concerning prosecutors mishandling of the investigation of Hunter Biden to include conflicts of interest, he says, preferential treatment. Normal investigative procedures stopped and conflicting information provided by Attorney General Merrick Garland to Congress. He's saying, in kind words, Merrick Garland lied to Congress related to the independence of the U.S. Attorney for the District of Delaware. Number four, most recently, former Attorney General Bill Barr provided an interview in which he stated that information provided by a confidential human source concerning an alleged bribery scheme by President Joe Biden was received through the Pittsburgh USAO, that's the U.S. Attorney's Office, and was, and, and was determined it was not likely to have been disinformation. This whistleblower dis- disclosure pursuant to 26 U.S.C., goes on to read this way. According to the U.S. Attorney General Barr, quote, I was provided to the ongoing investigation in Delaware to follow up on and check out. Number six, neither I nor the line IRS criminal investigative agents acting under my supervision, nor the FBI agents working with the IRS criminal investigative unit were ever provided the CHS information that the Attorney General Barr recently referenced was sent to Delaware and I have checked out, quote unquote. Excuse me, I want to rephrase that. Barr recently referenced was sent to Delaware to, quote, have it checked out. Prosecutors never provided such information to IRS 
criminal investigations. As such, neither neither the IRS, criminal investigations, nor the FBI agents working with them were provided the opportunity to conduct a proper investigation into the allegations presented by the CHS. He goes on to write in his official affidavit, I also, along with other IRS criminal investigators, requested to be part of a briefing that the Delaware United States Attorney's Office and the DOJ were having with the Pittsburgh United States Attorney's Office during the investigation. Our requests were denied. So why would you want to keep these people out of the room? Because these people, if they were in the room, would have lost their minds knowing that they were the books were being cooked and this thing was all a ruse from the very beginning. They didn't want them in the room because if they were in the room, they would have been able to corroborate what was going on in that room, which was not an investigation, but in fact a cover-up. That's what this actually was. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Number six, the IRS. Criminal investigators had participated in those briefings. We would have ensured that the proper investigation steps were conducted to determine the veracity of the information provided by the CHS as it would likely have been material to the ongoing criminal investigation of Hunter Biden. So we can't have you in the room. 
We can't hear what you're saying. We don't need to hear from you from what you're saying. We got to shut you off. We got to shut you down. You got to shut up. You got to be quiet. Okay, just be quiet, right? Just be quiet. Leave us alone. You're not welcome here. Thanks for doing your job that was a ruse from the very beginning. We're never going to let you do your job. We're not going to let you see uh, this to the end. And if you say anything, which you've done now, we will kick you off of this job. That's the, that's the recap here. Number seven, during a criminal investigation, it is pivotal that all investigative leads are shared with investigators so the appropriate investigative steps can be executed. This appears to be another example of prosecutors obstructing the investigative process, the whistleblower says. It is more likely than not that there are more examples of information that prosecutors concealed from us, the investigators, in addition to examples already provided to the committee during my previous testimony. Number eight, as a result of the CHS information being concealed by prosecutors from the IRS criminal investigators and the FBI investigators assigned to this investigation, we were unable to follow alleged criminal activity as would normally be completed during an investigation. So the good people that were on the ground at the IRS were not allowed to do their job. The good people that were on the ground at the FBI, they were just doing their job, were not allowed to do their job. All of the people that needed to do their job were not allowed to do their jobs because they weren't actually ever investigating Joe Biden or Hunter Biden. They were doing a fake investigation to claim they did one that was actually protecting Joe Biden and protecting Hunter Biden. That's the point of this story. A agent from both the IRS Criminal Investigative Unit and the FBI confirmed that to the best of their knowledge, the information was never provided to the investigators and known investigative steps were taken by the IRS Criminal Investigative Unit or the FBI agents assigned to the Hunter Biden matter in order to determine if the allegations could be substantiated. Why were they not allowed to do their job? And it's pretty clear why. Because they knew what they were going to find. So now let's go to the second IRS whistleblower. All right. This is the interview of whistleblower X. This is the second one. This comes from a law firm sent to Jason Smith, chairman of the Committee on Ways and Means, U.S. House of Representatives, and the Honorable Richard Neal, the ranking member of the Committee on Ways and Means, U.S. House of Representatives. This letter, dated June the 19th, we now have a copy of. R.E., interview of whistleblower X, clarification and update. Dear Chairman Smith and ranking member Neal, on behalf of my client, this is whistleblower number two, uh, wanting to go by Mr. X, I thank you for investigating him, excuse me, inviting him to testify recently before the professional staff of the Ways and Means Committee on in a bipartisan process. I greatly appreciate the courtesies that the staff extended to my client. After having been given an opportunity to review the transcript of his interview, Mr. X thought it would be helpful for the work of the committee to clarify and update the transcript through this letter. The clarification, Mr. X recalls in his testimony that he was told roughly five years ago by a supervisor that it was then Attorney General Barr 
who directed that the proposed case be merged with an ongoing case in Delaware. Mr. X is confident he was told by his supervisor that the merging of the cases was at the direction of an official at the Department of Justice. However, on further reflection, Mr. X cannot definitively state that this then supervisor said that the Department of Justice official directing the merger of the cases was A.G. Barr. Separate from the conversation with the supervisor, Mr. X has no independent knowledge of who at the DOJ directed the cases to be merged. Now, remember, these cases being merged was good for Biden, bad for justice. He then goes on to say this. As for Mr. X and what he has testified, he was the IRS criminal investigative case agent over the subject investigation at the time meaning he was over this Hunter Biden investigation. And Mr. Axe has stated to me that he has never seen this FBI form 1023 and that he does not recall ever hearing about this information being turned over in any meetings with the prosecuting, prosecution team in Delaware. So in other words, he's saying, hey, they hid information from us. Clearly, they were hiding it from the team in Delaware. They weren't allowing the information that we needed to do our job to be seen. That is a problem, right? That's a huge problem. Further, Mr. X informed me that this information could have been relevant to Mr. X's investigation at the time of the subject as it related to a claim of $5 million being paid to the subject, which directly ties to email correspondence reviewed between the subject and a business partner of the subject sent in May of 2014. So to be clear, what this second whistleblower is saying is he is corroborating this claim of $5 million being paid to, right, the subject, that would be the Bidens, with direct ties to email correspondence review between the subject and a business partner. That's all legit. He's saying that happened. He goes on to say, not only was it related to the claim of $5 million being paid to the subject, that would be the Bidens, which directly ties to email correspondence saying we have that, right? We've seen this and we know that this subject, which would be the Bidens and a business partner of the subject, sent this email in May of 2014. He then says, which is believed to be referenced to the $5 million being paid to the subject, that's the Bidens, from company XXX. That would be the Chinese Communist Energy Company, CEFE. I hope this information assists the committee in its review and consideration of this matter. Thank you. Now, all this is out now, right? But the question now is, well, do the Bidens care, right? Does it actually matter? Well, let's go back to what actually happened here. Let's go back to that WhatsApp text. Hunter Biden demands in 2017, right after his dad's left office, hey, we're it's time for our payoff, right? We need our payoff now. We need the payday now. Hunter Biden demanded in 2017 to be paid by the Chinese Communist Party linked Chinese businessman Zhao while while Joe Biden was sitting next to him in a room. Investigators wanted to obtain the location data to confirm that Joe Biden was in the room. And guess what happened? They weren't allowed to even ask that question. Quote, there's no confidence that the FBI obtained that data. Hunter Biden deducted payments for prostitutes and sex clubs for his taxes. Not going to get in trouble for that. The investigation Hunter Biden began as an offshoot of an inquiry into a foreign adult platform. No investigation of that. 
And the Attorney General Bill, uh, the, the, the Attorney General Garland, again, denied all of these whistleblower allegations that the Biden DOJ interfered with a Hunter Biden criminal probe and he lied to Congress about it. Not only that, he then goes on to say this, and I'll go back to what Garland said. In fact, I want to play for you what Garland said, because I think it's more powerful when you hear it being played, because you can hear how how they go about this, right? How angry, how self-righteous they are, right? Because this is all about being self-righteous. This is all about, you know, how dare you. You need to understand what we're doing. You need to understand how we're acting. You, you need to understand you don't screw with us, right? You don't, you don't mess with us. That's not what you do. Here is Garland in his own words saying, how dare you act like I could have done anything wrong and I know I'm perfect. I certainly uh, understand that some have chosen to attack the integrity of the Justice Department as components and its employees by claiming that we do not treat like cases alike. By the way, let's stop there. In translation, he's speaking directly to these whistleblowers saying, how dare you? How dare you step out of line? How dare you step out of line and you act like I was that you have the power to go around me. That's what he's saying in this statement. This is a shout across the bow to any other whistleblowers. And then he goes on to say this. Uh, This constitutes an attack on an institution that is essential to American democracy and essential to the safety of the American people. Nothing could be further from the truth. You've all heard me say many times that we make our cases based on the facts and the law. These are not just words. These are what we live by. They are the foundation of the way we make these decisions. He's a liar, by the way. He lied to Congress, and he's lied to the American people. He also acts like if you're not on the team that you're a terrible person, right? If you're not on the team, you, you are, how dare you, right? Get out of my institution. The people, by the way, that are turning on him are the people within the IRS, within the FBI, within the DOJ. It's his employees that are saying you can't trust him. I'm going to say that again. The people that he acts like are on his team are the people that are actually coming out against him. They're, the people that are coming out against him are, and the whistleblowers are his employees and his employees are telling you, right? His employees are saying, you're a liar. His employees are telling the, the story that you wouldn't let them do your job. And then he's like, you know, how dare you, uh, you know, come after the integrity of the people that work for me. The people that work for you are the ones that are saying you're a scumbag. The people that work for you are the ones that are saying you're a horrible person. The people that work for you are the ones that are saying you lied to Congress. The people that work for you are the ones that are saying you didn't let us do our job. That's what they're saying here. And then you sat there like, how dare you and impede the, the integrity of the people that work for me. It's the people that are working for you. They're saying you suck at your job. The agents of the FBI, as well as the DEA, the ATF, our uh, deputy U.S. marshals, every day, often at great personal risk, protect the American people and secure its safety. I, our cases are based on their work. I could not be more proud to work with them. They're not proud to work with you. The people that you're trying to 
wrap around you in this cloth of we're doing great work here are the ones that are actually saying you're not doing great work here. The people that you're trying to say are impeccable at their jobs and amazing are the ones that are saying you're horrible at your job and you're evil and you're not letting us do our job. That's what they're saying about you. And then you sit there and you're like, oh, let's let's wrap a, a blanket around us, right? It's disgusting. Make sure, by the way, that you share this podcast with your family and friends. Hit that little forward arrow and text it or put it on social media while the media does everything it can to try to shut you down, silence us, and make sure no one knows what's really happening. Also, hit that auto-download or subscribe button so you get this podcast each and every day for free. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.